Hello and welcome to Flow Podcast. I'm Josh. I'm J-Log. And we have got a table full of people with us today. And one sitting behind a desk. Yes, and one sitting behind. Yeah. So we're just going to say right now up front, if you guys hear frozen going on in the background, we apologize because my youngest daughter is here and she is watching Frozen to hopefully keep her entertained while we do this. While we do this, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, have a great episode planned today before we kick off in, in prayer. Uh Two of these individuals have <coughs> been on the podcast before, and I'm going to choke. Have been on, <coughs> my goodness, have been on the podcast before uh, via phone in, uh, but we have the pleasure of having them them here in person, Mr. Caden McGuire and Trevor. I would love to say your last name, but I can't pronounce it. Laitzel. Trevor Laitzel. Okay, and we have the man, the myth, and the legend, Mr. James. Last name James. Croom. Yeah. I wanted to say Curry because that's how you're in my phone. Yeah, it's my nickname. Yeah, Curry. <laughs> so, uh, the thing I love about this is it's so informal, as you can tell. I about choked. I've messed up two names, and God still gets the glory, right? That's right. And so, uh, it's a, it's awesome to have these guys in in house tonight to sit sit here and um, do this podcast and and talk about things and. Knowing I said goodnight and you're all looking at each other and and stuff, so we'll we'll keep moving forward. Josh, you just pray. All right, let's, <laughs> we'll let's get started. Father, Father, we just thank you so much for this day. We just thank you for your guidance and direction, Lord. I just ask that you help this uh, episode, just the conversations that happen, just to be in glory and honor to you, Lord, and just help us just to um, just to grow closer to you through it. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. So in in starting this episode. Um, it just it just hit me that we were having you guys down. I was like, man, what a great opportunity to bring you guys in house. I know Trevor just did last week, so it's a it's honestly a, a pleasure to have him back to back. I know um, our first back to back guest. It is our first back to back guest. Trevor I gets to honored. break the break the mold Sick. there. Um, yeah. It was a great episode. I, I I had I was unfortunately not able to be on that episode. I was taking care of some business that I have to work, guys. Um, That's not an excuse, Jason. I know it. It's, <laughs> it it's, un- it's unacceptable. First priority right here is Flow Podcast, right? Right. Yeah. Um, but I li- I did listen back at it, and it was a wonderful episode. Uh, honestly, you blessed me uh, with where you were, where you God's put you at, and where you want God to take you. And you you have an amazing story. Uh, Caden definitely remember your episode and your story and how the whole TikTok nation became what it was as far as with you guys. Caden um, has our most viewed or most listened to episode of the podcast. There you go. There you go. The legend. <laughs> so, um, and Mr. James, having you in here as the first time I see you more than obviously I do these two because of you going to school where son goes and, and, coming and basically living at the house all the time and it's awesome to have you on here and to honestly introduce you to all of the listeners out here that tune in to flow and and let them know what they're what god's doing in your life what how god's changed you and uh so we've got a couple of different things we want i want to talk about here and, and we can add in and go uh let's start there on that level james if, if you don't mind uh first talk about if you would where God found you. 
where in your life did God find you? And when did you realize that it was God and how you, re- how you responded to him? Um, I would say last year was a, a really good turning point for that. Um, 2020, we all know it was a rough year, had a lot of things going on, a lot of uncertainty. Um, I would say like towards the end of the year, I was like, I was like, okay. And then that's why I was like, I want to get baptized again. And that's when I got saved, December 4, 2020. I was like, it's time. It's time. So yeah, I remember when that happened, just the mm-hmm. celebration that, that happened. I it felt mean, so like, good. I was like, man, this is the best feeling ever. Yeah, I remember that night. Um, the first thing that comes to my mind right now is, gosh, it's been that long already. Um, that's the first thing I think about. But I remember that evening and uh, sitting on the couch over there and at the house and seeing that look upon your face of just uncertainty of I mean if if it's like you had a billboard on your face of confusion and uncertainty and that's where we are usually whenever we respond to God in that way is because he has revealed things to us that a lot of times we don't listen to until it comes to a point to where either you listen to it or you completely reject and then we all know what happens if you completely reject and you chose to answer the call that night of God pounding on your heart and and wanting to reveal some things to you. And what a great conversation uh, the night that you you received uh, God into your life. And since then, talk about a little bit of how your life has changed since then. Yeah, it's actually changed a lot. Uh, before that, I was I was. You probably didn't see it as much, but I was, like, always mad. I was always annoyed with everybody. Like, not really everybody, but, like, most people. It was just, like, I didn't want to be, you know what I'm saying? I just right. Um, the summer, I was, I mean, I was probably in the worst shape, mental, mental-wise, spiritual-wise. Um, and then, like, after, after that December 4th, I uh, did a, another self-evaluation. Mm-hmm. I was like, how can I make myself better now that I'm saved? So now, I mean, I'm more positive than I've ever been. Um, I've found myself back in the church house since, uh, you know, I'm saying COVID's died down. Um, my, I know my church back home is still on Zoom. And mm. in all honesty, I want to be in the church house. I don't want right. to be on Zoom. I want to be in. I want to be a part of the environment. I want to be in 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 the worship space, um, but yeah, I'm more positive than ever. I'm lifting other people up whenever they need help. I'm there mm-hmm. for them. That's just me, though. You know what I'm saying? That's just the type right. of person I am. I want to help everybody. I want to. I want everybody to be happy. I'm trying to spread that joy around the world. Right. Anything on you? You got anything, Josh, up front that you'd like to ask James real quick? I mean, I guess my biggest question, because I mean, I see you come in with the whole crew on Sunday like <laughs> how did you guys get together like because I mean I've always known you as part of with them but how did that originally take place um I'm just a movie type of guy like I like to move I don't like to stand still all right so you know what I'm saying whenever I feel the music I'm feeling <laughs> you know what I'm saying right and I was just like let's get everybody going yeah gotcha gotcha with your relationship with Tyler uh obviously I know y'all met in class but when you all started coming here, and then it was it was, it was you, it was Shaq, 
which they had the, fo- the folks haven't had a pleasure to meet in Shack yet, but will on the podcast. Uh, and then uh, meeting Caden tr- uh, and Trevor and this, that, and the other. How has that impacted your life as far as your faith goes? And how important have you realized that it is to Im- put yourself around believers in comparisons to what you used to do? Uh, with the friends that I have in them, I know that I'm safe. Right. I can share anything with them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I got a friend in them. Right. Got you. Got you. <laughs> As we see gestures being made here at the table. Yeah. They're tear- uh, tearing up over here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you didn't know he felt that way, did you? <laughs> it's my dog, man. That's it. I mean, that's it. but that's a huge thing is that you find those people in life that help you get through it. I mean, I, I've been very blessed where I met my best friend when I was literally two months old. And we've been friends now for well, I'm not going to get my age, but for a long time, you know, and even though we live close to a thousand miles apart, you know, he's in North Carolina, we are still close. We talk almost, you know, on a, on a weekly basis. And mm-hmm. every time we're in, we visit, I mean, we, we grew up two houses down from each other, you know, and so it's just that, that lifelong friendship. And there was those parts where, you know, we had that part where we separated for a little bit, you know, for like a year, year and a right. half. And he got in church and then I got in church and they weren't even related to each other. And then we came back together and just mm. the, and he's helped me through some hard stuff. I've helped him through some hard stuff. And it's just those, you find those Christian brothers that help you out and right. there's nothing like it. Well, that, that, that's, that's so much very true. My best friend lives in Cleveland, Cleveland area, I guess you could say. Um, and same scenario and situation as you, you know, I've known him my whole life. We were we, we, we grew up together, we played sports together, we were lost together. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, God found me and I chose to answer before him. And it's so true what what the word of God says and tells us. Because you can't imagine though I loved him and though I always was there for him and would always be there for him, my desire was my desires were changed to never want to hang out with him. Mm-hmm. Because why? God creates in us a clean heart, turns us into a new person. So when you let God take control fully, He changes you and turns you away from what He knows is going to be bad for you. And it was just so revived, revived. I was so revived and refreshed in. I'm guessing it was two, maybe two and a half, three years ago that that Rusty found the Lord and uh, again in his life and allowed him to take complete control of him. And I've seen the change, even though I haven't physically seen him in that long. Yeah, we talked two or three times a week. It's always at least a minimum of an hour conversation every time we're on the phone, and I can just hear the change in his life and in his heart. And when you have that kind of relationship with Jesus, you can do that. You should be able to tell by talking to somebody. And um, that's a good segue and lead. All right, so going into the next section here, that's kind of what I was really hype having Caden and Trevor here for. And buckle up, buckle up, <laughs> buckle up, Bobby. Because <laughs> we're, we're going. Uh, all right, so we all we all know in our past episodes, and for you new listeners that are out here, I encourage you to go back and listen to some of the episodes. Caden uh, McGuire has been on here before. Uh, great episode of how when you hear us on 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 our podcast, I can 
guess that you're going to hear probably TikTok mentioned at least once during every episode, if not every other, or every special guest that's on here, you're most likely going to hear about TikTok. Oh, yeah. I so, talk about it all the time. I I'm do huge. too. I am. I'm huge. Those 500 followers I've got. So I don't even think I have one. So, so when you... So go back, guys, and listen and catch up on some of this. If some of this is lost to you, um, but this is a very powerful message today that I was wanting to talk about, and it's accountability. Oh yeah, it's accountability. Um, That's something that there's not enough of out there. Not not enough at all. Not enough dependence. Not enough of people wanting to be dependent on, and not enough people that wants to give their depend dependence to other people so that they can stay firm in who they say that they are Mm -hmm. somebody that they can pick the phone up and call and say hey man this is what's going on in my life i'm tempted with this or or i did this or i done that or whatever and and so we already know the story uh kind of i guess we'll give a very brief background long time ago being last year which i want to think of as a long time ago (laughs) right because i don't want (laughs) to think about it um COVID shut everybody down. TikTok became more well-known than before. Uh, Cade McGuire took a notion to follow his heart and reach out to, what was it, four people, six people? Uh, about 12. About 12 people. Okay, I can't count. <laughs> and uh, and reach out to him. And honestly, these were complete stranger, correct? Yeah, completely. And just say, hey, I'm wanting to start up a Bible study, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. If you're interested, contact me. Yep. And... From there, it's it's blossomed into an Ever Friday event. From that point forward, uh, I think right now at the at the very minimum, there's 500 people on the Bible study. I would, I would I guess to say, is that a fair estimate? Uh, it's been kind of slowing down a little bit. Has so it? We've been 400, yeah, 350 to 350 to 400 people Still and up. People. But that oh, that's yeah. that's unbelievable, guys. Stop and think about this. This is you don't have some churches that have 350 people mm-hmm. in them. Let alone 500, and I've seen it as high as over a thousand. And I know that you all don't do any of this for any pats on the back. You do it because you you feel spirit led to do so. And um, in in doing that, you all have been able to form because of your relationship with Jesus a core group of friends that seem to keep growing and growing and growing, which is unbelievable. Can can you kind of yourself, Caden, just expand on what that has personally meant for you and your walk with Christ as you look over from the beginning till now, what that's meant to you from an accountability standpoint and a relationship standpoint? Yeah, it honestly means absolutely everything to me. Um, I had a point where I, <laughs> I had a point where I knew I had a couple people back home that I could really look forward to to having them accountability partners but now that i have such a wide group of people that i know are strong in their foundation with christ Mm -hmm. i know that i have people that i can reach out to um like whenever i mean overall i'm a human my flesh is nasty and my flesh likes to do what my flesh likes to do so um i got that group of people now where i can be like yo bro i need prayer i need this i need that i'm struggling right now and it's just so nice to have people to actually pour into me for once because Mm -hmm. i never had that before other than going to church on Sunday right. and getting yeah. to hear a message. So right. now I get Absolutely. to have 10, 12, 14, 15 different people that are rooted in mm-hmm. Jesus pouring into me, filling me up spiritually as I pour out also. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, oh. tr- All right. So I can tell you from me looking on the outside in 
as I watch Tyler moving around the house and dealing with you all on FaceTime and, and Zoom calls and this, that, and the other, I can tell you from a father looking at a son and seeing his growth as you all grow together as a group, it's it's what I like to call how you all you all will always hear me say this the fulfillment of the scripture of how we are supposed to be, mm-hmm. you know Jesus filled the ultimate fulfillment of scripture by going to the cross and we know that, yeah. but He calls for us to live and be and act certain ways, no exceptions. He understands that we're not perfect, but we have a perfect God that knows how to take care of us, and I see that growth. In you, in you guys as a group. Um, Trevor, if you wouldn't mind, can you kind of talk a little bit about when you came into the fold of this whole thing and what it's meant to you from a standpoint of your growth and how much these guys mean to you and girls, I guess you could say, because there are a handful of girls in there, yeah. and, and just kind of where that's taking you at. Yeah. Um, I was actually... When was that? Last year? Summertime, I think? Was it summertime? I DM'd Caden. Just reached out to him. I was going through some relationship issues, things like that, and I just really wanted to just be a better Christian and start to pour into my relationship with Jesus more and more. And, Mm -hmm. like, you know, we don't like to mention it, but it keeps getting brought up, is last year we were all stuck in quarantine, and that changed a lot for a lot of people. So... I didn't have that that sense of community, and I had been posting on Christian TikTok, and like mm-hmm. I had known all of them, but not known them. Um, and I was like, hey, like I saw the Bible says, and I just felt super led in my prayer life the one night. I was actually on my way to DoorDash. Um, I DoorDash like 50 minutes from my house, and I was just praying as when I drive, which is something I, I tend to do and just spend time, you know, talking to God. And I was like, hey, like, you know what? I'm gonna reach out, I'm gonna step out of my comfort zone, because like the leadership side of things is not something that I'd like enjoyed doing mm-hmm. um, because I never felt like I was like good enough to like do that. I never thought I was like um, qualified enough to answer questions. Mm-hmm. And I just reached out to him and after that, I mean, the rest is kind of history. We became friends and got plugged into the, the group, um, leading breakout groups, and mm-hmm. then just you know started to develop those relationships. But those relationships mm-hmm have now turned into something that's tangible and mm-hmm. something that's like a lifelong investment. Yeah. And right. um, I, I, without it, I don't, I, I'd hate to see what I would be right now. Well, I can, I can tell you what, it, it just goes to show you that it takes me honestly back to school myself. I, I look at, I look through the eyes of my son and talking about Tyler and I seen him. I seen obviously him go through his high school years of trying to live the Christian life, but not having the Christian background support to be there with him and for him and friendship and this, that, and the other. Um, and it's like you just get by, yeah, yeah. because oh, you yeah. don't you don't have that support system. I know you understand what I'm talking about, Josh, and um, and then just the total 180 of not his faith and not his salvation, but of his... How would you word that, Josh? I would say his almost assurance. Assurance. Not not assurance in like, I know that I'm saying, but assurance in his faith of living it out. That fire. Yeah, that fire. Yeah. 
Very well you know, put. And I Very think well it's put. one of the most amazing things of technology, just mm-hmm. because, I mean, we look at, I'm, I'm a, almost a decade older than you guys, maybe a little <laughs> bit more than that, and Jason's a little bit older than that, <laughs> you know. Um, but just, I mean, you talk about it 10, 15 years is not really that big of a time, but just how much technology has changed from the time mm-hmm. I was your guys' age mm-hmm. to where it is now and how yeah. it really has made the world feel such a small place. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's like, wow, it's crazy. But then at the same time, you get these relationships of people across the country. Right. You know, I can't, I mean, we hear it all. I hear mm-hmm. from you all the time about where Tyler's gone to, to meet them down here in Florida. And then Tyler's meeting them here in Tennessee. And then, well, now they're here in Kentucky. And, right. you know, like. And that's 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 what's weird, guys, is, is really, and I'll kind of lead into you, James, with this one. And I want you all to understand out there, guys, why it's so important to get yourself involved in relationships like these. And you don't have to find it on social media. It's the right there in your local church. Mm-hmm. It, it's you just got to look for it, or it's at your school. It's at your and you say, well, I go to school, and there's a lot of uh, people drinking and partying. And say, yeah, that's great, but there's also organizations called Baptist Student Union or whatever it's called now. I know it's something different, but you have to search it out. There's always a remnant somewhere to yes, be found. To be found. Yeah. Um, but let's 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 look at this situation like this, and something I would like for you to expand on, James, is being a a new in your faith, uh, being that you said you, like you said you got to saved in December of of last year. You briefly touched on what it's meant to kind of be with Tyler and around Shaq and kind of coming to church with us and continuing having to that desire pour in poured into you by by us. But what has it meant to you being a new fairly new believer and for example, the first time you met Caden was when we were in Florida, mm-hmm. and how 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 weird is that, guys? To realize that like two days before, they're on the phone. Tyler's on the phone. He's on the phone. Everybody's on the phone. Tyler's like, "Well, won't you just fly down?" Okay. And okay, <laughs> and so now it's like that. Just that you don't see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like what you all said. You know, like Tyler's Tyler's big, biggest thing in his testimony of you guys was. If you would have ever told me that I would have went and spent a weekend with five, six people that I didn't know, had no clue. Had, had never met face-to-face. Had never even met face Yeah, never yeah. even met face-to-face. It's actually that, a little scary to be that's honest. That's how crime shows get started. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, but that's that's always been his biggest thing. Where do you see that only in Christ that he can provide something like that? Yeah. That the comfort of just saying – I mean, you all were talking about it the other day, Caden, and like, you you said it. I think while we were in Florida, you were like, "I can't believe this is only our fourth time we've ever met." Yeah. Talking about you and Tyler, or ever, ever how many times it was, and I'm like, "Really?" Yeah. You know, and how did that? How has that impacted you, James, as far as the close knitness of being brought in to to a group or to the fold of fellow brotherhood of who we are in Christ and. And being able to meet people like Caden and Trevor for the first times, and and how's that impacted your walk with God? Um, I mean, it's, it's impacted a lot. Um, you know, I didn't really have like people like them before mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So like before like T Log and them, I didn't like. I just had my youth group, church family, mom, dad, right. all that stuff. Um, but now like. I feel more. I feel more motivated mm-hmm. to be in the faith. That's awesome. Um, one of the things that you all that I've I've personally taken from you 
all of you, you know, the whole group, especially like you guys here, is the your all's ability to show what it means to love Jesus. Yeah. You can say you're a Christian all you want, mm-hmm. but to show it is another thing. Oh, absolutely. And I have grown a lot in my life and in my faith by watching you guys and and watching you all from a distance as you as you joke around with each other, whether it be in the pool house or on, <laughs> on vacation or or on TikTok or on FaceTime or Zoom or or whatever the case may be. I sit back and I watch and I look and and I, I'm like, these are early twenty year old college kids that just don't care and they let jesus be known and are just as cool with it as somebody that's accustomed to going out and partying and drinking and it's just awesome to me i think you're seeing a uh revolution of what the american church is Mm -hmm. to a genuine relationship Mm -hmm. i mean you're seeing the the next generation you know just living their faith in a genuine way right i think for the problem for the longest time of the older generations is they've put on that mask you know they've put on that well i'm a christian on sundays but who knows what i'm like during the week right and not saying that that's not across the board everywhere but you're seeing that this generation coming up and it's really just how you guys are made of Mm -hmm. it's a genuine thing right you know and i think it's part of and we talk about technology, it was part of the access of having everything at your hands that you can really know mm-hmm. what you're believing in. Like, you're like, is this really what I want to invest in? Right. And then you meet Jesus, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, man, this is completely mm-hmm. different than what I actually even looked at. And, right. and you're seeing a genuine faith, and you're seeing to where, yeah, it's just cha- – I think it's going to change the, the American church for the better. I think it's going to be a, a very positive push forward in the right direction of the American church. And – God's people in general. I mean, you've got, for example, we've got our meetup in in June with our with mm-hmm. our camp and Tyler's meetup so of sick. of you guys. For example, I mean, Taylor, I think you're going to be in Africa, aren't you, Caden? Yep. Caden will be over in Africa doing a mission. We'll FaceTime you in. Yeah, we'll bring you. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, that would be awesome. And stuff. So we'll get you a little iPad that you can just some like hold you around. <laughs> Jesus loves you. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's. It's just encouraging just to see this movement. I mean, to see what God's doing. We just got done with revival this week. Uh, mm. What an awesome – guys, awesome. I'm telling you, if, first of all, and I hope he – I don't think he would mind, uh, Brother Rick Corum, mm-hmm. uh, Jacksonville, Florida, uh, his ministry. I think it's what, Rick Corum Ministries? Rick Corum Ministries, yep. Guys, Google him. Yeah. If there's any way you can get a hold of any of his messages – your life will be changed. Yep. All, all the messages from our revival this week you can find on our Mill Creek YouTube page. Okay. Are they so all they're up on there? there. Yep. Okay. Go to our website. Mil- yep. YouTube.com slash Mill Creek Baptist Church Bardstown. Yep. Because there's a million Mill Creek Baptist Churches. Okay. <laughs> if you get a chance to look at that, follow, follow Brother uh, Rick Corm's ministry yeah. and support it if you can. My life's been changed for it. Uh, but I bring that up because I, from beginning to end, and I know you guys don't look at it for the pats on the backs, but I cannot tell you how many people personally came up to me and said, thank you that your son and your his friends express their love for oh, Jesus yeah. in the way that they do. It's encouraging to me. My favorite night was when 
well, it wasn't Witness, but Brothers from Bardstown. Brothers, Brothers from Bardstown. <laughs> That's my, was those here. my guys. Man. And yeah, with you guys just trying to get the crowd into it. Like, right. that was awesome. Because I, mean, I got to watch it from the balcony. And it's did like, you? Oh, yeah. What was it like? Oh, was it was it? great. It was great. Yeah. I mean, it's. I'm going to have to set up. Anyway, I'll come to that later. <laughs> um, how many people just. It's, it's almost like they can't believe that early 20 year old kids that. That's not that's not what you see. What do you typically see in a in a college age kid? Uh, I like to say they're a bunch of chair tappers, the mm. ones that really worship and just kind of tap the back of the chair, kind of yeah. really afraid to like legit like. I mean, putting your hands up in the air while you're worshiping is a sign of surrender. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're really afraid. Like I used to be, like, yo, what's this dude gonna think of me over here? Mm-hmm. I, like, I don't want to be known as that church freak. I don't want to be known as that Jesus freak. But I'm like, bro. I don't care about that anymore. Mm-hmm. I found Jesus. I know what the love feels like. I want them to know what it feels Absolutely. like. I want them to realize, hey, it's cool mm-hmm. to do this. It you, is cool to do this. You are expressing your faith. You're surrendering mm-hmm. to Jesus while you're doing this. So Absolutely. Uh, yeah. uh, so you're touching people, guys, all of you. Uh, you're touching their hearts and their souls with who Jesus <laughs> is to you. Uh, you're... you're walk with who you want to be with in Christ is rubbing off on everybody else. And I'm going to jump in here, jump but in. I would say even more than just TikTok, because obviously you, you don't see the impact of lives that you know, people watching you mm-hmm. through TikTok, but even in person, I mean, you have no idea the people in the church that were just encouraged by you guys. Mm-hmm. And just on a daily, day-by-day basis, people see your love for Jesus and it affects them. It does affect them. I mean, look at, you've got, not that we are by any shape, form, or fashion, nor is Gary or anybody else, any, we're no super Christians. I mean, Brother Rick's, Brother Rick has, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Brother Rick has the same Jesus in his heart as I do in mine, you do in yours. There are different levels of growth. Mm -hmm. And for people like Josh, Josh, I look at Josh all the time as far as for advice, for encouragement. I've called him handfuls of times about school and just advice and i'm so blessed and i get humbled and i right and why i'm getting teary-eyed right now i have no idea <laughs> it's I, just it's that bond that we have as christians as christians and I, I don't know that's weird to me right now i don't know i mean it's like god i didn't ask to cry right now i didn't <laughs> but i think what it is is that i just know in my heart i've got somebody i can depend on and a brother that that's there for me and I don't know where I'm going with all this right now because that <laughs> threw me off. But nevertheless, it's okay. Um, but it, it's just an encouragement to everybody listening. That it is. People watch you. They watch you. They yeah. see you. I know where I was going with this. Uh, for you to stand up and say, you know, for you and who you are, Josh is our, our children's director at our church. He's our, our family's pastor, mm-hmm. right, at our church. and AV guru. And stuff. He's, he, he's, he's a man of many hats outside of that yes. that is very dependent upon at our church. He's a man of dedication to his faith, to his wife, to his daughters, and Amen. and and his growth of who he wants to be in Christ. And for him to stand up and say, not that, again, not that he's anything special in Jesus no more than we are mm-hmm. because of who Christ is supposed to be in all of us, I want you guys to understand that you've impacted people such as Josh. And for him to look up top and say that he's seen you all down there doing this and how encouraging that was. And we say this not to boast your ego, but to to let you know that keep pressing on. 
I believe that was in the sermon. Oh, yeah. That was in the message, Dang. wasn't it? <laughs> Keep pressing on. <laughs> Keep pushing. <laughs> and uh, I'm encouraged by you guys daily. Uh, you're a blessing in my life, in my family's life. Um, I mean, who who does this? I mean, really, have y'all stopped to actually think about this? How out of a spurt of a moment? No. Like you're all like, how many people are going to be in Nashville Saturday, Friday, Saturday? Probably. Yeah, uh, nine, I think. Nine. I believe so. Yeah. Okay, so we've got you've got nine people that are going to be coming from all different parts of the United States to support. A young lady that is an unbelievable Christian, and I hope to have her on here, Miss Faith, on here at some point in time, and just just because it's her birthday. That's awesome. That's you awesome. Know, I mean, just stop and think about this. Yeah. You're, you're driving from Cleveland, basically uh, Pennsylvania, uh, different parts of the United States, just basically, just basically to tell somebody happy birthday and I love you. Yeah. And we want to be with you, and we want to. That's that's what life is all about. And it's not just because they're good guys and they want to tell her happy birthday. They want to be together because they all enjoy each other's company of who they are in Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just think that's encouraging. I think it's encouraging, guys, for you all out there to take something from this and understand that that no matter where you are in your life, no matter what you've done, no matter what you think that you're not worthy of, uh, if that was the case, none of us would have salvation because none of us is worthy of anything. It's given to us by grace through uh, the blood of the cross and Jesus loves you. Jesus wants to impact your life no different than he has Cadens and Trevors and uh, James's and Josh's and mine and we want to help you with that. We want to grow with you. We want you to interact with us through our website flowpodcast.org and and leave prayer requests, leave comments, things that we can do to help you and where you're at right now and and engage in you in such a way in which you too can feel that love of christ and and strengthen your own walk uh anything on your end josh that you want to jump in on or no i think that's think uh i think it's question time before we start crying i think uh, it is question time <laughs> i think it is question time so i'm going to start this as caden's pulling up his um where am i at here with this uh all right, so I'm going to move my phone so we don't get no static. <laughs> this is... You also got to be close to the microphone so we can hear you, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's 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 throw this in here individually. And we'll start with you, James. Miss Abby Miller has a question here. Favorite memory of you guys together? Oh. Favorite memory of you. And it may be individually. It may be something that you happened down in Florida, or it may be something that you've done since Trevor got here. Uh, or it may be something you and Tyler have experienced or whatever, what it, whatever it may be. Favorite moment, I guess I can go from with all three of us. It's just vibing, just talking. just It's the simple fact that it feels like that I've known these guys for a lifetime. <laughs> T-Log, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I met him a year and a month ago. Right. Feels like I've known him right. since Wow. Yeah. That known, doesn't even. Known him a couple of days. It feels like I've known him for years. Right, Caden, same. Gotcha. That's, that's, the, <laughs> that's it. I heard y'all pulled an all-nighter. Anyway, oh, we did. Well, <laughs> he fell asleep playing video games. Caden, <laughs> how about you, buddy? Um, what was the question again? I was reading these. Miss uh, Abby fa- Miller. I heard your that. favorite yeah. memory of you guys together. Together, from Abby Miller. Could be an individual memory. Mm. Could be a group. Okay, one. my favorite memory, definitely by far, is whenever oh. I got this 
persona of Tyler thinking that he was going to be some short kid. Yeah. I thought he was going to be like five six. What, what gave you that idea? Well, the way he had a Zoom set up for Bible study, oh, he had it angled down. Okay. So I thought he was just this little mini me. Yeah. And he walks out of the door at uh, Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and I'm like, holy smokes, he's huge. I'm like, <laughs> this dude's like six foot four. He ain't as small as I thought. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. That's funny. That's definitely my favorite. First time I ever saw him, mm-hmm. and he walked out. I'm like, no, nah, sorry, rub my eyes. I'm like, no, nah, that, that can't that be can't Tyler. Be no way. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. What about you, Trev? Why does it have to be? Um, so I've never had, I never had Canes before. Uh. Um, so we decided to take a trip to Canes because <laughs> I've never been there, and I'm sorry, we don't have them in PA. It's just not something we have in Pennsylvania, so... Of course, I got roasted by all the guys. Um, so we go to Canes and we're going through the drive-through, and one of our other friends, Cam J, um, really wanted toast. To cut the story <laughs> short, um, and when we go to order, he made a point to say that she didn't get his toast order, and Caden <laughs> <laughs> in the front seat reassured him that we definitely got the toast order. So then when we pull through the the line. No toast, <laughs> and everybody, el- everybody else's box has toast. The, the, everybody's order is perfectly fine. Cam J is the only thing that is wrong, and he's missing his toast. And the man and specifically Cam asked J for it. Just lost it, and we had we had to go back through the drive-through, <laughs> and we were I la- I laughed, I was crying. It was so funny. It is. It was Slap easily one of the funniest, <laughs> most memorable experiences getting fast food, and it just made Canes like my favorite place to eat yeah. now. So, say. Cane plug right there. there so I'm, I'm just going to get the controversial opinion here. I like Zaxby's better than Kane's. Yes. I, I actually second that now. All right. I Zaxby's yesterday oh for the first goodness. time. And you all are making me want to drive to Lexington. That. I don't either. I'm like, I want to go to Lexington now and get Kane's. Yeah. I don't now, know see, if I'm going to Lexington, I'm going to cookout. Oh, yeah. You like the cookout. Oh, yeah. You like the cookout. I love me some cookout. I've when I worked at Blockbuster, there was uh-huh. a cookout right in there. So when I'd get off at midnight, they were still open. And so I. Swing by. So you know about That's the cookout funny. trays, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Caden yeah, had his first cookout shake, didn't you? No, I had that a while ago, actually. That's like oh, the only you? thing that I actually like from cookout is the shakes. I think the food is not good. <laughs> oh, man. I think Caden's mics just stopped working for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to think. And I, all in all, I've, there, I've not really had any personal one-on-one memories other than just – I can say that my favorite memory of you guys so far is just watching your growth in Christ and yeah. and sharing it and 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 pushing it on, uh, not pushing it on other people. That sounds so bad. Showing it and not caring to show it to other people as yeah. uh, your growth. So, next question up, we have got. We'll just ask individuals and then we'll move to more. Somebody, let's see here, Mr. Josh Norris wants to know what is your best fishing story, Caden. Oh, my best fishing story um, is also probably my worst fishing story. Um, I was fishing a tournament with my dad. Uh, I love fishing with the old man. Make memories till the day one of us passes away. Um, but we were fishing a tournament. Uh, it was real late in the day. Tournament's kind of getting close to an end. And I flip up on this tree and I tell my dad, I'm like, oh, there's a bite. And I just automatically, I always say, it's a big one before I even set the hook, just kind of like hoping it's a big one. So I set the hook and I'm like, wow, dad, this is a giant. And then I broke off and this giant, probably six plus pound smallmouth came flying out of the water 
and I mean I just dropped my rod almost in the lake, dropped my rod, fell to my knees, and literally started crying because <laughs> I was so upset because no I was way. like, that would have won the tournament. And it would have by a lot. So that is probably my favorite, favorite but, but worst. worst fishing story ever. How old was you? I was tw- 19. I was 19. 19. Yeah. It was I thought she was going to go somewhere along the line of it. Fish jumped out of the water. You dropped your pole and dove after it. I did that on Lake Erie. Okay. So that did happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I lost my friend's rod also. That's tough. And craft rib on the boat at the same day. Mm. And broke my rod the same day, actually. It, that was a horrible day. Yeah, I don't like that. to think no, about that. Let's not talk about that one. No. Let's not talk about that. So what uh, questions by chance did you get in across the, on your social media there, Caden? Um, Which ones didn't he get is a better question, I think. I is. got – I got. Are you single? <laughs> I yeah. got a couple oh, of those, actually. Uh, okay. let's, let's throw a couple more out of there, and then we'll sign off. Let's uh, – I'm going to do a couple that I think would be dope. Um, let's see. There was a really good one right up here. In your – Okay, this is by Jillian Patterman. In your eyes, what is the best way to show the lo- to show a stranger the love of Christ? Mm. Short form answers. One on all three. I'll take that. You hummed first, James, so you can go. Uh, I'm still thinking. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I can. I mean, neither one of us doesn't matter. Go ahead. Go ahead, uh, go, Trev. I think the best way to do it um, is through your intentionality. I think that is something that shines through today. Um, is how you handle your relationships. Um, short plug for J-Log here. Mm-hmm. I listened to how intentional you were with an interview with someone on the way here. And the person happened to be having a, a procedure and you told them no matter what happens, you still want them to call back to, to let you know how the procedure went because you cared about them. And that intentionality is something that his response in ending that phone call was, thank you so much, uh, that really means a lot. Mm. And that's just such a small gesture, and it took you absolutely no effort. No, right. it was free for you to do that, and it shows so much compassion. So, yeah, um, I would definitely answer as in, uh, well, Jesus tells us that we're the salt of the earth. What good is salt if it loses its flavor? So, I mean, if you're, if you think of yourself as being salt, and you're thinking about putting yourself, which also brings me to another point that I, I might touch on. But if you put salt on a cheeseburger and it doesn't have any flavor. You're going to be kind of upset and go, yo, homie, where's my salt? Mm -hmm. So if you're supposed to be the salt walking around the earth and you don't have no flavor, as in like you don't have the the light of Christ shining in you, the light of the world, then how does that make you any different than somebody that does or that doesn't? Right. So you have to let you have to let that salt, you have to let that flavor shine or let the flavor flave and the light shine, I guess. (laughs) Flavor flave, baby. All right. What about you, James? Uh, I would say. Uh, like will and motivation right like if i see so let's just say like if i were to go to a stranger and i and i am i'm motivated i feel like if at some point it's like okay i want some of that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um that yeah it's just i think motivation and will is a big part of that yeah you have to have to have the desire, the desire that's definitely there it is. that's definitely that's you gotta have the desire for. um we got time for one more, Josh? Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, let's go one more, guys, and then we'll sign off. Uh, okay, this one says, uh, where'd it go? What's your type? Oh, why? What's your type? <laughs> hey, she got to love Jesus. Okay, next question. <laughs> okay. Jesus. Jesus is the answer. Um, 
do you want to do how did you come to meet Jesus? Yeah, let's do that real quick. Just a very quick what led you to Jesus. James kind of already touched on that. I was about to say, um, yeah, you, I can elaborate more on that. So, um, yeah, before I was saved, I mean, I was a big, I would say I was a big part of the church. I was an acolyte, vice president of youth group. I used to go to vacation Bible study all the time. Right. Took myself to church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. But like Pastor Rick said, that's, n- that's not enough. That's not so, enough. That's right. So, um, I had a lot of things going on last year um, within myself. Like I said, I was I was really angry. Had a lot of built up fire in me. After I got saved, this is why it was so refreshing to me. I, fe- I just felt I felt revived. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt all that fire go away. I felt all of those problems go away. Mm-hmm. And then that's that's when I met Jesus. I was like, okay, and that's I an, like that. Yeah, and that's an important part is to understand the release. When you come to that point of acceptance, you understand to release it all, right. and God takes it away, and then your discipleship is what keeps it away. But yeah, that's when so, I actually that's when I actually met him. I was like, absolutely. Yeah. What about you, kid? Um, I met Jesus actually. I grew up knowing of him my entire life, but never actually knew him. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't make that mistake like I did. Uh, I didn't even know him, bro. I knew of him. I knew about him all the time. I knew he died on a cross, but I had no idea who he was. Right. Um, until actually I was driving drunk. I got in a wreck, um, and I sat down literally in the most broken place that you could imagine being in, like with people screaming at me from the road, uh, throwing stuff at me, sitting there while I was bawling my eyes out, thinking I was the biggest piece of crap in the world. Um I basically said, Jesus, I actually hate who I am. I absolutely, I absolutely hate myself. Uh, and it was to the point where I was like, if I get out of this, I'm killing myself. Like I was so broke. I was so broken. And I, uh, sitting there on my hands and knees was like, Jesus, I want to get to know you. I want you to be my Lord and savior. I want to know who you are. And that was the moment I literally felt the Holy spirit enter my body. Hmm. That's awesome. Trev? Yeah. Whoa. Um, yeah, so I, what I said earlier was like, I, when I said to Caden, it was like, you knew him, but you didn't follow him. That, I, I think, is what <coughs> it describes my relationship with Jesus, mm-hmm. how I met him. Grew up in, I could not be more thankful for the household that I grew up in. Awesome Christian household. Shout out mom and dad. Um, so I knew him, but it, I piggybacked off my parents' faith. Mm. I piggybacked off going to church with them. It, when I had the ability to make my own decisions, I chose the wrong ones. And I chose to do things for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it led me down a path that got me in a lot of trouble. Um, and not until my stubbornness finally realized that I was up against the wall and there was no place else to turn, um, I had to look up. And that's when that relationship became my own. Right. And, Started to take it serious. That's awesome, <clears throat> guys. Your testimony can be can be talked about in a matter of a sentence, really. And that's that's basically for the most part what uh, you guys did. And for you guys out there listening, did you hear the passion within their voice, the brokenness of where they were, and the positivity of where they are? And uh, 
God's a continual work. It's not easy, guys, is it? <laughs> it's it's not like we 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 just because Jesus lives within us that we just stop having worldly troubles, worldly desires, things of that nature. Yeah. Hey, but, um, with that actually being said, if you're actually down to get real with people, so they don't think like we're just a bunch of righteous people, I think it would be pretty dope if we all answered this. Go ahead. Just like one answer from everyone. This is question from nick he says what's a challenge you face often in your walk with christ i'll start that out all right a challenge i face in my walk with christ is is that slowly but surely i've been able to god has been able to when he when he grabbed a hold of me in 2018 and that that is the moment that i gave every bit of who i am to him in the sense of i wanted him to be in control of it all Mm -hmm. yeah and Slowly but surely from then to now, things have been chipping away from me that God has just set me free from and bondage. And one of the things that I struggled with that actually, not last night, the night before, that I left at the altar was my ability not to get angry so quick. Mm-hmm. And that is like the last stronghold that, that I dealt with. And that it seems like the last stronghold that I dealt with that I did that I felt like that I hadn't surrendered, awesome. and so I took it up to the altar and I I left it there and I said God I don't want it back, let me turn and walk away from it, and any time it gets brought up by the evil one I rebuke it mm-hmm. because I've done gave it to you, and what you have done taken away he can't he has no power over me with. And so that for me was, I'd, I'd say, my, my ability not, not to get angry as quick as I do about the, some things, random things, whatever. What about you? Um, I would say my biggest challenge, I, I try to do things by myself, knowing that I can't, <laughs> knowing that I have the ultimate helper there on my side. Mm-hmm. But then again, I still try to do things by myself. Mm-hmm. That's, that's basically it. Caden? Yeah. Um, mm- <clears throat> Mine is definitely my past, mm-hmm. uh, knowing, like, I literally belong to the streets, like, completely to the streets. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might as well sent me butt naked running right down the street because that's how much I belong to the streets. Like, <laughs> people <laughs> will bring up my past and be like, yo, there's no way that you're a Christian. There's no way that you know this Jesus, dude. I know how you used to live. And sometimes that gets me, like, especially in my hometown because I'm like, these people actually know, like, the lifestyle I used to live. They're never going to accept me being a Christian. Um, so that's something I battle um, in my hometown the mm-hmm. hardest um, because most people don't want to hear anything that I have to say about Jesus because we're like all they look at is my past mm-hmm. and not at who I am now. So that's definitely my biggest battle. Mm-hmm. What you, Trev? Uh, well, I was going to say control, um, but I'm going to have to actually agree that it's my past. And... Uh, the reason why I left my hometown and moved out is actually my past. I tried to pull a Jonah and just run from it. Mm. And I was like, if I get far enough away, then then people will know that like I am a believer. And because I hate it when it would, anything is brought back up, and I because I hated that part of me. Um, but it's either so for very another variety of issue. I'll say control. Control. And, you know, finances, mm. situations, things like that. And I know that, like, that's something you have to give over to God because He's it ultimately is. in control, and, and nothing we're going to do is going to change mm-hmm. His plan. So, um, 
control yeah, and pass. Stuff. And I would encourage as Josh comes in here to sign us off and give his guys. What are what are you holding on to? What are what are what is in your heart that you haven't totally surrendered? What's that one thing that you're embarrassed by that if you if you go up to the altar at your church or or if you bow down and and, to, and put your face in your chair at your office or as you're driving and you're at a red light you just lift your hands as you've got your foot on the brake I hope and and give it to God and say I walk away from this take it from me so as we go over to Josh to give his uh, right now Josh then from there you can close us out and okay go from there how's that sounds good I'd say my biggest challenge is or struggle is sort of that same thing of control mm-hmm. you know and it's a try to do too much type thing right you know to where you need to learn to not let take the spirit take the joy away from somebody else let them serve and then also that my relationship with christ is more than my job yeah. you mm. know mm. and that is more like I need to have my own personal relationship before it gets focused on lessons for other church people. and other people and stuff like right. that. Like what I teach is an overflow of what I study, yeah. mm. you know, and so many times as pastors, we get that backwards where our overflow of what we teach is what we use personally. I've been there and done that with my schooling and that's tough. Mm-hmm. That is tough. Um, Mm, we've all learned a little bit of something today, haven't we? We've all yeah, kind of somewhat all. went to church a little bit. Yeah. Uh, king before the kingdom. That's, that's it. right. That's it. That's right. So, Josh, if you want to close us yep. out here, we'll Let's get close things going. Prayer and and our sign off. Um, we just appreciate you guys being here. Um, Thanks for having thank us. Thank you. It's, of course, it's yeah. a blast. Oh yeah, it was fun. We'll have to do it again for sure. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And uh, you guys can have any questions, anything, want to get in contact, share prayer requests with us. You can go to flowpodcast.org. Um, why don't you guys share your tags for all your social media social media stuff where they can find you at? Absolutely, that's that's a good point, Josh. And I was actually thinking of that. I just forgot it, guys. If you want to really be blessed in your life, these these young men here, it's a daily thing for them to consistently post and do things in the name of Jesus. Uh, it they also it's it's. It's encouraging when you put something out there. How much is it? it's encouraging for you guys probably to receive a comment about how much you've blessed somebody. It's just affirmation of who we are in Him. So, guys, go ahead and give out your handles and all that good stuff of your social media connections, and if you feel comfortable doing that, and yeah, then go on there. Absolutely. Go ahead, and start Trev. Uh, my TikTok is Trevor Leitzel, T R E V O R L E I T Z E L seven. And then Instagram and everything is linked through there, too. You can find my Snapchat there, too. So, uh, Mine is basically, if you just look up Caden McGuire on anything, it's just right there. <laughs> Spell your last name for him real quick. M-C-G-U-I-R-E. Caden McGuire. Yeah, my uh, TikTok and Insta, I am James Croom, C-R-O-O-M. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and then uh, give us the famous... Baby, what the flip? That's it. <laughs> I don't so. need this menu. No, I don't. <laughs> Go ahead and sign us <laughs> up, right. Josh. Let's pray. Lord Father, we just thank you for this time just where we can enjoy a fellowship and just talk about how you've worked in our lives. And I just thank you for the men around this table and just ask that you continue just to bless them, just help them just to be the godly image bearers that you've called them to be. And we just ask that you be with our listeners and just help all of us just to draw closer to you. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. You guys have a good one. Have a blessed one, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. 
Make sure to check out flowpodcast.org to send in your questions or topics and get your official Flow merch. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok to get your faith life and off-the-wall fix during the week. Till next time, and remember to go with the flow.